This is Rama for Today. Well, she always said, come right on over. So she came over and she said, you know, you're the only one that puts anything in me. Everybody else pulls me down, tears me down. I just get, get all, you know, full of grief and, 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 and just down. But you lift me up. Well, it was the Word. It wasn't me lifting her up. It, it, God used us to give the Word, you know. And, and, and then, then, then she said, uh, could we just go home with you? We were going home, so she went back to Texas with us. Praise God. Amen. I tell you, when folks find something, they, they, they like it. Something that's real. You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan with today's message. Mama, he, he said, fellas, help me get off this stretcher. Carry me over there, and I'm going to kneel there and put my head in Mama's lap. And he found Jesus. And he began to shout and praise God. Well, she said to me, you know, of course, we were Baptists, and I was too then. But she said, I, I, I couldn't take care of him by myself, 80 some odd years. So I got a nurse, and the nurse happened to be Pentecostal. <laughs> and she asked me, could I get my pastor to come pray with him? Oh, yes, yes, and he wanted him to come. So he came and began to talk to him about being healed. And he had these awful spells and just nearly die. And, and, and so he said to the pastor and his mother, said, no, no, I don't want to be healed. No, no, I made such a mess of my life, and it's, it's all gone, but I, I just want to go on home. Don't y'all pray to God to heal me. Pray that I go on home. And this dear little Baptist woman said, I just laid hands on him and said, Lord, he, he's ready. He's the last one into the fold now. Just let him come on home. And in 30 minutes' time, he'd gone home. Well... She let her Baptist pastor read the obituary and prayer, but she wanted to, because he loved this Pentecostal preacher so well, to preach a funeral. And some of those Pentecostal people told me, you know, one of them said to me, said, uh, I'd beat you anything I've ever seen in my life. Pentecostal now, full gospel. Said that Baptist woman so glad her son died, said she's just shouting all up and down the aisles because she'd died. <laughs> now see, that poor fellow's Pentecostal never got his mind renewed to the Word of God. No, I talked to her personally. She said, I just couldn't stand it. I thought about that casket lying there. His body, that's not him. I thought about, thank God he made it. He's the last one in. I couldn't stand it. She said, you know, I'm old-time Baptist. I, I, you see, in 37, she was, she was uh, 85 years old. Well, see, see how far back she went? And she just got up and got to shouting up and down the aisle. And, and she had long white hair, had it made up, but she shouted until she shouted her hair down. And that long white hair just hanging down her back. And she had just danced by that casket, you know, and said, Wow, he made it. Whoa, glory to God, he made it. He made it. Hallelujah. Amen. Baptist. Baptist. And she'd run down that aisle of the church and run back up this aisle just a dancing and a jumping, you know, and stop and dance a few licks, you know, and a running said he made it. Thank God he's home. He's home. He's home. And she'd run up there to the casket and say, he's not there. No, that's not him. That's a house he lived in. He's gone home. Whoa, he made it. Glory to God. Now, I'm telling you about it. Pentecostal people sit there. That dear old woman sort of deranged. No, no, she wasn't deranged. She had got her mind rearranged. Rearranged with the Word of God. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? amen. She's thinking in line with God's Word and had great peace. Amen. Rest and peace. 
hallelujah to Jesus. Well, you know, this dear lady, this wife of this uh, supervisor of the full gospel denomination, you know, you'd get her to shout, you know, dry her tears. She's just so happy. And about that time, some of the preachers of the district, somebody would drive up and say, well, here comes Reverend so-and-so and his wife. And right behind him, another one. And you could hear him a crying time. They got out of the car. And she'd go to meet them, and they'd just pull her right back down until she'd get into hysterics, just almost go wild. They'd say, Holland, what are we going to do now? What are we going to do without him? See, we, we, us, me, I. See, <laughs> what are we going to do? You would have thought Jesus had died, and God had vacated the throne. Well, that poor dear just went wild. I'd have to get her away from him. You know, you've got to get people away from some preachers. You'll never be able to help them if you don't. Because they'll put so much doubt and unbelief and devil and everything else into them, you couldn't do a thing for them. And so I'd get her away from them and go to giving her the Bible, you know, and get her to shout. <laughs> Amen. Did that two or three times. We had to leave. We, we were sorry. We had to go. But she understood. She's been in the ministry for a good many years with him. Advertisements out. We couldn't attend the funeral. We went on over to the other state and, uh, and started our meeting. They had the funeral. And so she called us. Long distance. Brother Hagin said, tell me that again. Oh, I know the Bible. She'd read it. She'd but just, just tell it again. See that old story. Glory to God. I don't care how many times you heard it. Yeah. I'd begin to give her the scripture. Just lift her right up. Yeah. Lift her right up. Yeah. You see? And, and then finally she called us again and said, uh, uh, Brother Sister Hagin said, could I come over there to another state and be with you all in that meeting? Well, she always said, come right on over. So she came over and she said, you know, you're the only one that puts anything in me. Listen, everybody else pulls me down, tears me down. I just get, get all, you know, full of grief and, 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 and just down. But you lift me up. Well, it was the Word. It wasn't me lifting her up. It, it, God used us to give the Word, you know. And, and, and then, then she said, uh, could we just go home with you? We were going home. So she went back to Texas with us. Praise <laughs> God. Amen. I, I tell you, when folks find something, they, they, they like it. Something that's real. Amen. Are you listening to me? Amen. Now, meditating upon the Word. See, that's what he said to Joshua. It's meditating upon the Word of God. Renewing your mind with the Word of God. Thinking in line with God's Word. Thinking God's thoughts after Him. You know, that's what, uh, back here in Isaiah, remember what he said there? My thoughts are not your thoughts. High as the heavens are above the way, earth, so high are my ways above your ways, and my thoughts above your thoughts. You see, you begin to think like I'm preaching to you and the world says you're nuts. And people that are Christians but haven't got their minds renewed, they think you're crazy. But all oh, the peace and the joy that we have. Hallelujah. Walking with Him. And so uh, it's not a matter of uh, we're going to have rest when we get to heaven. Thank God we got rest now. And, and, and then you, you listen to the, some of the songs that's sung in church as a whole. You know, and we're going to have peace after a while. And every time I hear that, I always think about the Romans 5.1. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace. <laughs> We're not going to get it, we have it. We have peace. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We're not going to get it, we have it. I won't have any more peace on the inside of me when I get to heaven than I got right now. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace. Well, you listen to some of the songs, we're going to have victory after a while. Some sweet day after a while. After a while. No, thank God, there's victory now. This is the victory that overcometh the world. 
And we could just say this is the victory that overcometh, period. <laughs> Hallelujah. This is the victory that overcometh. What is it? Our faith. Our faith. That's it exactly. Believing God's holy word. Now let's go back real briefly before we close. I've given the introduction, but I don't have time to preach my sermon now because <laughs> my time got away from me. Spent too much time on the introduction. Now, now notice. Let's go back to our text there in Joshua 1.8. This paraphrase it, language it, that, that, that fits us. Uh, the word of God shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night to observe and to do all that's written there, and then thou shalt have, thy way shall be prosperous, and thou shalt have good success. Meditating on what? The word. What? The word. the word. Meditating on defeat? No. no. Meditating on failure? No, meditating on what? The Word. The Word. The Word. Let's look at a few scriptures that would be good for all of us to meditate on. Now, all of it's good. You understand that? But I don't know about you. I, I, I pick out certain scriptures, and then according to what's happening, you know, I may spend more time at times meditating on certain scriptures than do others, because that's what I need now. Amen. Amen. Now then, what does this mean here in Romans 8, 37? Nay, in all these things we're more than conquerors through him that loved us. Well, now that verse is real good. But let's read the entire context. The verses surrounded it, and it'll help us to see what he's meaning when he said, in all of these things. Now, what things? The things that he had just mentioned. Hallelujah. Now, let's, let's look. Let's start with the 31st verse and read the entire context to get the full import of what he's saying. What shall we then say to these things? Now, there's the expression, these things. And notice down the 37th verse, he said, nay, in all these things. Well, what are these things he's talking about? Let's see. Let's see. In all the, what shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth, See, God's not going to lay anything to our charge. He's the one that justified us, made us righteous. That's what the, the same Greek word is translated justified. It's translated made righteous. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather is risen again, who is ever at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. Hallelujah. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all of these things. <laughs> Glory. Glory to God. In all of these things we are more than failures. <laughs> We're more than conquerors.
You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's very special offer. First in this offer is the book by Kenneth Hagan entitled Built to Last. Also the book from Reverend Lynette Hagan, Along the Way, and the CD, The Love Walk by Kenneth E. Hagan. All this for $19.95. That's $10.90 off the retail price. Don't delay. Call today. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. As we begin to roll along, and the end of the year is coming. That's right. So I would like to suggest that you become a word partner with us if you're not already a word partner. Now, what is a word partner? It's somebody that prays for us regularly, somebody that sends an offering at least once a month to help us support Rhema. Now, it's just whatever you can afford. You know, somebody says, well, I can't afford to give very much. Well, you know, when everybody does what they can, when it all comes together, then we're able to keep Rhema going all over the world. And so, and if you want to know more information about it, just go to rhema.org and slash WPC. Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagan's life-changing teaching on keys to successful Christian living. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. <music>